Hi, everyone who watching my shows. Welcome to listen to my King James Bible preaching class. Today, topic is God is fair. God is fair to everyone. Let's look at Psalms, the, the Old Testament book of Psalms, chapter 89, verse 14 in the King James Bible. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Psalms chapter 11 verse 7 For the righteous law love the righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. Let's look at it. Genesis chapter 18 verse 25 That be far from thee to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee shall not the judge of all the earth do right let's look at Isaiah chapter 9 verse 7 of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice and from henceforth even forever the sayer of the law of hosts will perform this. Now look at what I'm going to tell you from these verses. God has implanted a moral law to every human being in our conscious mind. When we sense some injustice events in the reality field and movie or TV, it agitates us. Everyone can differentiate between good and evil in all kinds of circumstances, unless you are an absolutely psychopath. Otherwise, it is our instincts to feel naturally distressed and nerve-breaking in unfair and, and uh, injustice scenario. Therefore, we must understand it is logically cogent that God is the moral lawgiver, and He will never compromise in any unjust situations. God will surely judge everyone after life according to what we have said, thought, and done, and no one can leave by any chance to escape His sovereignty. However, God is fair and just and merciful and righteous. He will only do the right thing. At this judge and project that it is God's negligent creator who condone evil to misfortune innocent people in the world and cause innumerable excruciating suffering and tortures. They are all wrong in this observation because they could only see the past never be able to see the big picture or dimension and in an old dimension as God is busy doing salvation and redemptive job to all mankind. Unless we can see the end of the road, we can understand perfectly how much God loves and merciful to us. When ethics diligently renounce and provoke God, it is their foolish belief that cause their eternal destiny in hell. They cannot blank out for it. 
Gossip, but it uh, acquiesces as a decision for that decision when they don't appreciate God's mercy and loving kindness invitation to to eternal life in heaven. Don't let the devil deceive you by any means into believing that God is a ferocious and negligent creator to take care of his creations. Sometimes it is extremely arduous to pray for what we need and have strong unshakable faith and confidence of assurance to know for sure that what we pray for it eventually will be given to us according to God's will and consequently we should add as we already received what we ask. Christians often feel worried and anxious about what they have just prayed and will really work because it is so easy to doubt God's righteousness and fairness when many unmanageable obstacles and overwhelmingly interrupt our way. Remember, don't fret when it occurs in our life, seeing that God has abandoned us to be desolate us in a hopeless and helpless position. But keep the focus on His mercy and love. He will help you in no time, only if you have faith and endurance to trust Him whatsoever. Next, the, the topic is everlasting happiness in heaven. Let's look at Book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 23, King James Bible. For the wages sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Book of John, chapter 5, verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word, and believing on him that sent me, hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. First John chapter 3 verse 14 We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loved not his brother abided in death. Let's look at First John chapter 3 verse 15 Whosoever hates his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Now look at what I'm going to tell you in this scripture reading. The majority of present, the majority of present people strongly believe that everyone should be able to go to heaven if they haven't done anything wrong, anything serious crime, and since God is so merciful for love, so they cannot believe that God will send His creations to hell. People refuse to face the truth that they are poor sinners and will go to hell if they never repent and convert to Christian. God is love and merciful, but He does not condone sin. The only way to go to heaven is to repent our sins and believe in Jesus Christ, who took away the penalty of our sin if we follow him. Many Christians don't follow Jesus Christ as well, not just pagan infidel. We cannot condemn the gift of God. We cannot condemn the gift of God, which is eternal life or everlasting life. 
and then expect to go to heaven because we disregard disregard the truth and believe what we want to believe. Unbelievers ponder in their hypocrite way that they are far better than Christians in their generosity practice. The unbeliever loves to boast themselves when they contribute to volunteer work and donation to a tremendous amount of money to poverty and food bank. You must understand that what a soul in heaven really is doing more than just living forever. And eternal life is the life of God. God created heaven and desires anyone who believes and loves Him will have everlasting happiness. Therefore, if you want to be enmity of God with hatred and reject His teaching, then when you die without repenting your sinful nature, it's solid, solidified forever and also willing, willingly place yourself in hell. Yes, unbelievers can be very generous and warm-hearted than anyone else, but no matter what you do, your hidden sinful nature cannot change. We are all filthy rag, unless you totally surrender yourself to God and repent. Christian faith is only rock, rocky, solid, and unbreakable truth and nobody can ever survive and escape the consequences of rejecting the truth. Eternal life is a condition that always in the present tense, timeless dimension. God is totally in control of heaven when sin and evil lost its power, and every saved Christian in heaven will be sealed with the Spirit of God and become sons of God, and heir with the Heir with him and partake the inheritance from God. Don't be deceived by Roman Catholic Church theologians when they say that heaven is only a condition. It's not a place any, anywhere. You must believe that fact that heaven is indeed a real place in the supernatural dimensional existence. If you love God, have reconciled, also have reconciled to God and love anyone, then surely you can go to heaven when you die. The reason why our flesh cannot go to heaven, only our spirit can go, because the flesh is the source of sinful nature, the pride of life that lasts. However, the spirit will be in heaven with God for eternal eternity and will rejoice to be in the air and inheritance with God. If our spirits submit to God, if our spirit have repent. Born-again Christian, you should rejoice every day when you know you will live with a lovely Heavenly Father in heaven and enjoy everlasting happiness and overflowing life. This is the end of my episode. Thank you so much for watching my shows. And please subscribe and follow up my following episodes. Thank you so much. Now, goodbye.